Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, welcome to Surviving Motherhood Podcast. We're Chris and Rachel, moms and sister-in-laws living in the South. We're all about keeping it fun and cover everything from our pet peeves to the latest pop culture news. So grab your coffee or wine and settle in for some real talk. Hey everyone, welcome to Surviving Motherhood Podcast. We are back with a new episode and we're going to have Chris today talk about her newest little one and tell us a little bit about the birth and all that fun stuff. And I was really sad selfishly (laughs) that because of the coronavirus I didn't get to be at the hospital I was never in the room Mm -hmm. with her but I was at the hospital for all the others and that was kind of sad so I feel like I missed out so I'm also going to be um listening and (laughs) trying to relive (laughs) the process that I wasn't involved in so okay let's start with kind of how many weeks were you before you went in like how are you feeling at the end of your pregnancy how how are things going for you? Okay, so this is the fifth child. It's the first child uh, in the middle of a pandemic, though. So I'll oh, say okay. that. <laughs> for a lot of people, I'm sure. <laughs> have not done that before. Um, but pretty typical, like, with all of my pregnancies, like, my OB says, when I hit 34 weeks, I'm basically, like, a different person. It's like, I'm coasting <laughs> along. I'm doing okay. I mean, I'll I'll get really sick for the first 20 weeks. But, like, not that many people have to hear about it. You know what I mean? Like I'm just sick at home. It's not like a a thing unless I get a kidney stone, which that happens occasionally. And actually that did happen this pregnancy. I forgot about that. And around March. True. So around yes, 20 beginning of the pandemic. pandemic. You had uh-huh. to go to the emergency room. Thankfully, Thanks. it was still Zach was still able to go with me for that. Somewhere along the way, like they changed it where you went to, if you went to the ER, nobody could be with you. This time, yeah. Zach could go. So it was. They like didn't early. have that rule yet. That was right. like early, early. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so a little bit of a hiccup then, but you know, just one night hospital stay, got some oral antibiotics, fluids, whatever. So from 20 to 34 weeks, I'm coasting along. Actually, it was probably my best pregnancy um, as far as just. I think, honestly, I don't know what this says about me, but the whole world was kind of miserable. <laughs> so I feel like it helped a little. You know, it's like yes. people weren't, whenever you're the only one miserable and everyone else is just continuing on as if nothing's happening to you, <laughs> it's sort of like, guys, do you not know that I'm miserable? <laughs> but with the pandemic, oh. it was like, Everyone was complaining. Everyone was miserable. So I, it was sort of like misery loves company kind of thing. And <laughs> so it you can kind of so be inside more, which is one of the miserable things about being pregnant during the summer. The summer. Uh-huh. You and were there mostly was not, inside anyway. There was not a lot of expected of me. Like schedules were uh, cleared. Yeah. There was no. So, I mean, that's another thing is I wasn't having to get up and get it, anyone to school. 
I wasn't having to go to baseball games. There were no birthday parties, you know, like basically the world was canceled. So I just kind of had to keep everyone alive at home, but not a lot more was expected. It's no easy task. But also keeping everyone alive and getting somewhere at like 8 a.m. is hard too. Harder. So, Uh yeah, you know, I feel you on that. I feel you. So everybody was miserable and that gave you a little bit of comfort. It did. (laughs) Yes. So, but about 34 weeks hit and it was sort of like, okay, the world is still miserable. Now we've added more misery. You know, it's like we, the Corona happened, then a big social injustice happened. And then, well, I mean, lots of them, but you know. Yes, but like, (laughs) it felt like the whole world, which this is so terrible, but it felt like the whole world was on fire. And now in September, it actually is on fire. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, it just keeps building. Yes. So my body usually in in past experiences at 37 weeks is in the 37th week is when I've had all of my babies for one reason or another. Yes. Um, with Collier, I had a horrible infection in kidney stone. Um, they can't get the kidney stone out till he was out with Griffin, his heart rate dropped. Same with Beckett. You know, so it's like just in the 34th week, I and mean, 37th ha- week. You have to be monitored. Yes. Starting like you at have to 34. Have, yeah. Yeah. So already I'm kind of paced to a 37 week. Like that is kind of my full term. Yeah. Um, mentally. In, mentally. Yes. And obviously for your body too, but yeah. you kind of have a, you kind of can see the finish line around 37 weeks. Yes. <laughs> like my due date, I, I never really even remember it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I'm not even counting that high. Like you're like, I've never I made it, it to, to the, yeah. I should be counting the eye because uh, it would be miserable if not. But anyway, yeah. so around 34 weeks, I'm miserable. Um, I start getting monitored. We do the monitoring. He's got a little bit decreased movement, but he's doing okay. Go the next week for the 35 week appointment. He's not doing well at all. She gets this little zapper thing, zaps him. She says, my doctor says, okay, you're going to have to have steroid shots because I don't know if he's even going to wait until 37. And you didn't have those with the other boys, did you? No, I've never. No, never. Ooh, let me just so he tell was you, stressing you. Yeah. And my face felt 7,000 degrees. <laughs> Do you, y'all, I probably sent Rachel 12 pictures of my face. Like, does my face look hot to you? Because I need to and I'm know. Like, yes, it does look hot. You look miserable. <laughs> I'm I'll so have to sorry. find one of those pictures and post it in my stories. I'm sure I have one on my phone. Yeah, and you can say, do I look hot? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, um, I don't know what I was really wanting you to say. It's like, I just wanted to make sure that I looked as miserable as my face felt. <laughs> it did. It looked terrible. So, so I mean, because... not your face didn't look terrible. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. The, the redness. The redness looked awful. Yes, I was burning up. But because that happened, because we then thought he was going to come every day felt like, like when I stood up, I I would be like, is this when he's coming? You know what I mean? It's like, I couldn't. So then it lasted an eternity from 35 weeks until he was born at 37 weeks, because every single time I stood up, I was like thinking my water was going to break <laughs> every second I was waiting on it. That's miserable. Yeah. Go anyway, uh, but well, I forgot what even the question. Oh, when he was born? Is that what you? Yeah, like, to... like the pro, like 
did you like how did it how did everything get started well I mean did, I know how like how did it finally happen the beginning <laughs> the, the labor okay, so process Rachel, there's birds and bees <laughs> uh, okay so the actual anyway. process of labor Yes. So at 34 weeks, I start going to the doctor every week and I have to get what they call a non-stress test, which is basically just those paddles they put on your stomach and they're monitoring movement and heart rate and blah, 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 whatever else. So, um, 35 weeks, I get the steroid shot. 36 weeks comes and he's doing okay at the appointment. She says, you know, we try to keep everyone pregnant until at least 37 weeks. So, It wasn't concerning enough to take him now, but, you know, she gave me some things to watch for, come in if this, this, or this happens, that sort of thing. Yeah. I was contracting every two minutes, almost every time I was on that monitor, which is exhausting because they call it something, predominal labor or something like that. From more, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, something. And uh, it's, yeah. it's not labor, but it is basically, it's like, okay, cool. Like your body's doing nothing, but you're having contractions and just miserable. And so she's like, I can give you medicine that stops the contractions, but it's going to give you a massive headache. <laughs> like, uh, no. Mm. So anyway, at 37 weeks, he was having a lot of uh, decreased fetal movements, what they call it. And she was like, you know, you're full term. I think it's time we need to, I was actually 37 weeks and three or four days. Um, so almost 38. Something and like she's, that. Yeah. So she's like, look, you need to, you know, go over to the hospital. I'll let them know you're coming. Blah, blah, blah. Let's do this. Let's have So are you, were you feeling excited or nervous at that point? Or were you so ready? <laughs> well, I had our, because the other boy, you know, I have one NICU baby. Beckett was a NICU baby. But he's the only baby that I had gestational diabetes with. So mm. we blame that. But, of course, it's always in the back of my head. Like, what if what if this baby's not done? Or what if, you know. So yes. at this point, I'm kind of in the, like, I feel like I can't be pregnant for one more minute. But I also know that I cannot do a NICU baby in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, no. So mm-hmm. it's, like, stuck in that. And they're like, by the way, you have to have a COVID test. If it's negative good if it's positive (laughs) you or your husband will not be allowed to enter the NICU I'm like uh, uh, okay so basically your baby can have zero visitors if you have a positive COVID test so I was like freaking out you know I'm like please Jesus let this baby be done so it was sort of like a mix of relief and please let this go well you know yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. Yeah. 
at Plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So that was around 11. So we get the induction process started. I just want to tell y'all basically like when I met them at the door of the hospital and said, go ahead and call the anesthesiologist. <laughs> I was dilated <laughs> to a three guys, but oh. I didn't care. I had been feeling contractions for weeks. I had been peeing every 46 seconds for weeks. I was ready for a catheter and epidural, like straight yeah. up. No shame. Let's do this. Sit down, rest for a minute. I get that. I feel not like feel my stomach. You know, it's just like I had been counting his kicks for forever, feeling contractions. I just couldn't. I was like, I, I'm ready to be numb. Like, let's go ahead and do it. Yeah, um, I do not blame you. Yeah. So I um always I've once you test positive for beta strep, you always have to have antibiotics run before yeah. delivery so she said i'm not going to break your water because i'm afraid you'll go fast after your water's broken so i'm going to wait and run these antibiotics so the whole uh, day we just kind of were chilling you know the antibiotics yeah. were running i already had my epidural zach was watching netflix on his phone and i was just kind of resting because no visitors again so it's just sort of like nobody came to our room i mean you know the nurses did like to check on you and stuff but yeah, it, it was just a super quiet, chill day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then around 4.45, she came in and she checked me. She said, you're five centimeters. I'm going to break your water and then I'll come back in in about 20 minutes and check you again. Which I thought she was kidding. Like 20 minutes after, you know, I was only at a five. Yeah. You wouldn't so think I was like, it would move that fast. Yeah, I was like, why is my fifth labor taking so long? In my mind, you know, like, I'm only yeah. at a five. So I was like, oh. So she breaks my water. She jokingly says, Zach, just watch for a head and let me know, you know, like. And you're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I was like, oh, very funny. But Zach apparently took it very seriously because he was, like, pacing the room from oh, then on. That is so funny. <laughs> so he she sucked. comes back okay, in. Okay. Yeah, he's like, okay, I've got that. Like, you know, she gave him a task. Um, So she comes back. That was 445. She comes back in around 520, probably. And she's like, okay, let me check. And she checks. She goes, all right, it's time to push. And I was just like in complete shock, which I I do usually go fast once it's like go time. But still, I in so 30 it, minutes, I went you from did a not five. Feel- Red, like you didn't, you weren't like, oh, okay, this is gonna happen right now. You weren't, no, oh, no, okay. I was just sort of, like, I think crazy. because I was at a five, I was thinking, man, this is taking forever, you know what I mean? So I just didn't, I don't know, just going from a five to complete and ready to push in 30 minutes was just like, whoa, okay, all right, we're actually doing this, you know, yeah, and it that didn't feel crazy. like Labor Day, I guess, because y'all weren't there. Like, normally, yeah. everyone's in my room until I'm pushing. So, I'm just, like, up talking. We're talking about, you know, what will he look like and this and this. How much do we think he'll weigh? All of that. And none of that mm-hmm. happened. So, it just kind of felt almost surreal, I guess. Yeah. I could see that. It, it, yeah. didn't, it didn't feel like <laughs> your past experiences. And you had all, you had gone in earlier in the day with all your other ones, too. Yes. Yes. Like, morning. Yeah. Yeah, and this, you know, we didn't even get started till like 11, 1130. 
So yeah. the the only good thing is I got to eat breakfast and stuff because you know I didn't that know. That is nice. <laughs> yeah. But so anyway, That's so five thirty six p.m. He was born. So less than an hour after she broke my water. That is so crazy. I guess that's I what your body knows what it's doing by now. And if it didn't, <laughs> yeah, uh, that would trouble. be exhausting. Yeah, I know. It was so funny, though, because when she said you're you're complete, the nurse even was kind of like, are you being serious? You know what I mean? <laughs> sort of like, oh, oh, OK, we're actually doing this. <laughs> so she she pulls him out and she said he looks just like the rest of them. <laughs> Which is true, he did. But of course, then I'm like, is he okay? Is he is he breathing? Is everything fine? You know, you just like, what's his Apgar? How's it going? You know, that sort of thing. Yes, it went well. She put him up on my chest, and he stayed there for an hour. And you know, now they don't. There's so many new rules. Like they don't bathe them. Which I mean, goodness, in the middle of a pandemic, I don't think he got a bath until he was like 23 hours old. (laughs) Oh my gosh! But. They don't bathe them. They don't. There's a lot of stuff they don't do anymore. And they're like, you know, it's best if you just skin to skin as much as you can. But don't fall asleep with him on you. If you get tired, put him in the bed. I'm like, if I get tired, are y'all still been tired this whole time? <laughs> I'm like, well, um, got tired this morning. Child. Yeah. Been uh, tired. So oh, anyway. Yes. So how's he doing at home? Everything adjusting? How is juggling five? Is it, does it feel like juggling? Literally. <laughs> um, yes, I will say it's not for me. The hardest transition was going from one kid to two kid. Anything after that was sort of like, we're already used to zone defense. It already seems a little bit crazy and we're already a little outnumbered. So it hasn't been like, a huge adjustment but I am definitely more tired than I remembered being this is our longest gap between kids Lincoln is three um and turned three like a week after Shep was born so this is our longest gap and I have forgotten in that gap what a newborn is like oh and I'm after I'm after 30 now that could have something to do with it and there's a pandemic and there the world's on fire and you know and 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 so who knows why I'm tired I'm homeschooling there's just a lot of things but he's doing well it's funny how every baby's different and like I said you just forget and you have to like he's still getting up every three hours around the clock and he's seven weeks old and I'm like Mm. okay I know the other boys slept through the night by eight weeks. Is it because I'm not sleep training as well as I normally do with the boys? Is it because he's really gassy and I'm not doing something right? You know, it's like you never, I I don't guess there is a baby where I'm going to have and just feel totally confident that I know what to. (laughs) Oh, well, I don't think anybody could, would, should. They're all so different. They are. But it's just one of those where I'm like, okay. And I have a problem like, I'm very, okay, we use these kind of bottles. This is what kind of formula we use. This is just what I've always done. You know, that sort of mentality. And he's kind of challenging a lot of that. So I'm like, okay, I'm just having to relearn. Like, he's not tolerating the formula that all the other boys was on. So trying to figure that out. You know, we're having all of those kind of first figuring out each other kind of things. But Overall, he's healthy, he's gaining, he's getting the sweetest little cheeks, and his brothers love him to death. Yes, the cheeks. 
I love yeah. a chubby baby. He was so skinny. He was only six four. Well, six three point eight. I don't know when they started doing that, but that's what he was at birth. And then, you yeah. know, of course they go down. So he was tiny. I mean, he still right now can wear newborn clothes at Aww. seven weeks. So like I thought I had his closet so stocked with clothes, but the reality is We've been wearing the same 10 outfits for his entire <laughs> life. <laughs> uh, you gotta, you're going to have to be careful and watch because what if he like jumps all of a sudden? I know. And, like, almost so, exercise. I know. I know. That's, I've worried that's about tricky. that. That's tricky. It is. Yes. But, that's stressful. Yeah. <sighs> well, he is absolutely adorable and you are a super mom for doing all of this because my goodness, I have two and I am not even, none of them are babies. And I'm like, you guys, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> so it is the, the older do help. Five. Yes, that's true. But still. Yeah. It's Griffin <laughs> specifically. He loves babies, loves to hold him, loves passy pop. That's what we call it when you go stick to passy in there when they're crying. So. I have lots of little helpers, and I can't believe that I'm the mom of five. Yes. So it, does it feel real, or does it still feel like a dream? <laughs> I was telling Zach the other day, like, I feel to say, like, I've been married for 11 years, and I have five kids. It That doesn't feel like it fits my age. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I, I still feel like 21 years old. So to say I've been married 11 years with five kids makes me sound old. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like, uh, that part doesn't really feel real. Like it feels like, gosh, I can't believe that's me. I'm describing if I was reading about someone who was 31, married 11 years with five kids, that doesn't seem to fit me. If that makes sense, you know, exactly. Yes, that makes sense. But, but yes, I'm very, I still want more babies. Everyone, I know lots of people are going to ask me that. I still want more. <laughs> I was not sad. He was a boy. Um, I love him just <laughs> the same. I do still want a daughter. Um, trying to think of what else, all the things that people, all the things me. that you know, you normally qu- get to question. Yeah. Uh, yes. I would have still had him even if God had told me he'd be a boy. Um, <laughs> I don't know all, what else. All of the above. No. I yes. We always said we wanted four to six kids. So we're still within that number. And now, if I start to go seven, eight, nine, then y'all can start questioning, like, what's our motive here? (laughs) What are you going to do with all these children? Yeah. You're going to have to feed them. That's what we were talking about the other day is once they hit teenagers, they still have to be fed. So that's when I'm going to be really thinking of you. Yeah. Y'all, we should start a GoFundMe now, really. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, people do GoFundMes for a lot uh, sillier things. So, yeah. Feeding five teenage boys. Woo-wee. Yeah, that definitely deserves some <laughs> deserves a little extra help. Uh, yeah. uh, well, funny. thank you guys so much for tuning in. And Chris, thank you for sharing baby Shep with us and his story. Mm-hmm. But um, if you guys haven't already, head over to Instagram and follow us at Surviving Motherhood Podcast or head over to our website, survivingmotherhoodpodcast.com. And as always, good luck surviving motherhood. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.